Wishing all of those of you who are observing the fast a Ramadan Mubarak, a blessed Ramadan. Uh, we are a talk radio program, and we're on every day from 6 to 7 p.m., coming to you live from the wonderful and beautiful city of Chicago, Illinois, in the Palmer House. Uh, if you are new to Radio Islam, you can keep up with us by liking and following us on social media. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. And if you'd like to go ahead and catch up on those episodes that you may have missed or would like to revisit, you can do so wherever you get your podcast. So if it's iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or TuneIn, you'll find us at Radio Islam USA. Once again, really easy to remember. Now, if you'd like to give us a call, right? There are some people who still make phone calls. You can do so at 312-750-1178. So if, if you have a comment or a question, that number is 312-750-1178. Okay, I've given you all the all the commercial type stuff that I've got to do. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And I'm going to go ahead and fade this music on out. Uh, tonight we are... We are without the presence of the, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Um, but we pray that you all are having a great evening, uh, that uh, the, the fast has been, um, has been beautiful. Uh, I want to remind us, before we get into our conversation, uh, I saw a post on social media, on Facebook, right? Sounds really old to say, social media. But I saw a post on Facebook earlier, and uh, it, it, it quoted, it was a Bible verse, and basically... The gist of it is this, your fast should look like, or the faster should look like they are, they are enjoying the fast. Uh, they should not look like they are uh, beat down, being tortured, haggard, um, because it's just, it's not a good look, right? So we're not looking for pity. Uh, and I'm really hoping that everybody who is fasting, that you are finding joy, you're finding healing, uh, and you're finding um, a renewed connection in this fast. So, uh, inshallah, that is the case. And with that being said, I am more than happy to get into our conversation for the evening. We've got two dynamic individuals uh, in studio with us tonight, and they are representing an organization, company, called iRoam. Right? Now, you're gonna, it'll, it'll all make sense to you as we continue to talk. Uh, but it is a travel app focused on connecting people to locals and other travelers, as well as making it easy to avoid tourist traps and find unique and authentic experiences. And this is something that I can certainly appreciate as someone who likes to travel. So we have with us, we have Ziad Khatib. He's a 23-year-old digital marketing expert and brand developer. I like that you claim that expertise. Oh, yeah. That's right. Claim that. Claim that. Um, and you know what? Let's go ahead and get these mics on because I'm, I'm, I'm doing it all tonight, folks. I'm doing it all. I'm on the board. I'm on the mic. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm playing the, the hits that you never heard of. And we also have Nadia Labadi. Correct. And she is a 26-year-old working in corporate sales. And I think they felt it necessary to give their ages just to make someone like me feel that much older. <laughs> so, alhamdulillah, thank you all for being here. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. All right. So, um, so the company is iRoam. Now, how did, how did this come about? So, uh, basically, we could say that uh, iRoam kind of started because we were all a bunch of travelers, uh, people who we, as the name says, we, we roam. So, we travel the world and, and we try and have the best experiences possible because that's, that's why anyone would travel. And uh, right from the beginning, we were traveling and we started to notice that every time we would go somewhere, uh, it would kind of be a situation where we would end up in a tourist trap. We would end up uh, kind of paying a lot of money, uh, not really getting the full experiences of the places we were going to, and we thought that was an issue. So we kind of started brainstorming and deciding how are we going to make a difference in, in this with this problem, 
And so we created iRoam. So iRoam basically uh, connects you to locals wherever you're traveling. Mm-hmm. So you go somewhere, you, you find out where, where the locals like to go. So rather than ending up always in the tourist traps. And, um, and, and yeah, so going, going about it that way, we end up uh, experiencing things that as a local would experience, which is more authentic, it's, it's cheaper, um, sure. and, and, and we get to really see life in a different light. Okay. And Nadia. just in addition to that, so really the mission of iRoam is we want to ease the complexity of traveling. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, before you venture out on a vacation, you first have to figure out, where am I going to go? Right. There's 196 countries in the world. Do I want to go somewhere sunny and, and beautiful? Or am I going to go somewhere exotic and adventurous? Right. So you first, first figure that out. Mm-hmm. Then you need to look into the accommodations. Am I going to do something low-key just to get me through the night? Or am I going to do something uh, luxurious, like a five-star hotel, Airbnb? So many options with that as well. Mm-hmm. Then you look into transportation. And, you know, after, after that's all figured out and you're ready and set to go, uh, you're all excited for vacation, you get to your destination, and you don't know where to start. Right. You don't know the place. You don't know the culture. You don't know the cuisine. So unless, of course, you have a family member or a friend that can show you the inside scoop, Mm -hmm. you end up going back on the Internet, scrolling through the Internet, uh, scrolling through Google, going on Yelp, TripAdvisor. And what ends up happening uh, is you end up landing on the same mainstream sites that everybody else is going to, which ultimately translate into those tourist traps, typically expensive tourist traps. Mm -hmm. And... You, you know, with with that being said, what happens is you start to to lose out on, like Ziad was saying, the authenticity that that destination has to offer. You know, so. I can speak. This this resonates with yeah. me mm-hmm. uh, for a number of reasons. Um, I was recently um, last month. I was in uh, I was in Italy, and nice. I, my wife and I, we are looking around and the first thing my wife whenever we go anywhere she's always I don't want to be in a resort I want to <laughs> I want to be out with the people I want to I want to have an authentic experience and what we found was just as a part of the, the culture as you mentioned mm-hmm. right we don't really think about things a lot of times we know what it is to tip here mm-hmm. right we know about that but that is a it's not the same everywhere in some places tipping mm-hmm. is not a part of the is not a part of the, the the experience and that was something once i went on i went online just to kind of do a little research and i found that that was the case mm-hmm. uh, at least for what i was reading i read a few things that kind of corroborated that uh, that that stance that no you don't have to tip but because tourists come and they they're starting to tip when i was was in rome and they said that people, uh, they are starting to expect it more. But you can find yourself being taken advantage of uh, and really standing out as a tourist. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. And you wouldn't have figured that out unless you, you know, spoke with somebody that's done it before. Right. So that's exactly um, the solution to the problem that, that we're talking about. So iRoam uh, essentially is a social platform that allows you to connect with locals before you arrive at their destination. Mm. And... Uh, through 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 this application, you get a view, um, a virtual roadmap of their hidden gems. So the places that are off the beaten track, okay. you are been there, done that, and you're um, to be explored. So, for example, if you Tariq were coming to Chicago mm-hmm. and you knew nothing other than, hey, I wanna I wanna check out the the bean, I wanna go to the you know the typical tourist stuff. Yeah. I wanna go to the, the the Sears Tower and go look at the great view. Thank you for calling the Sears Tower. Chicago all the way, man. Chicago all the way, for sure. So what ends up happening is, you know, as as a tourist, you'll come to Chicago, you'll pay, you know, 20, 30 bucks to to go to the Sears Tower, wait in a long line, wait for an hour to two hours to get that that view. Mm -hmm. When I can tell you or Zied can tell you that, hey, man, go to the John Hancock, say you're going to go to the bar, get a a cup of water, Mm -hmm. guys, a cup of water (laughs) or juice, and... Go up and look at that 360 view for free. Right. And it's a better view. You ask any other Chicagoan, it's a better view than the Sears Tower. It is. And we would know that. Mm-hmm. But the person coming to that destination wouldn't. And you're not gonna you're not gonna find that elsewhere unless you actually speak with a local. So what we found is it's not until you you connect with a local that your experience is automatically elevated. Mm. And you're not gonna, you know, be able to get that 
through the one-channel communication when you go on Yelp or TripAdvisor or, or Google. So the idea is that the app, being a social platform, allows you to actively communicate with, uh, with um, uh, a local at any point, any time. Hmm. So is this go, – go ahead. So uh, to build on what Nadia just said, yeah. it basically uh, when you think about when you're going on a trip, uh, like she said, you go on TripAdvisor or Yelp or Google. So uh, so I do marketing. So I could tell you straight up what, what happens. The people that you're seeing are the people that are spending the most money to be seen. So if I'm going to uh, to Walt Disney World um, and, and I, I want to see what's around it, uh, the people that are spending the most money are the ones that I'm going to see. So rather than do that, imagine I'm on my on on the iRoam app and and I search up uh, the area around Walt Disney. I'm not only going to see what locals think was a, a great time and 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 giving me details uh, as to why it was a great time, uh, be it entertainment or restaurants or or hidden gems. A hidden gem could be uh, a waterfall off the beaten path, something mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, it doesn't even have to be something that you pay money for, and you. You, you would not be finding that on a Google or a Yelp. Um, and so so it's it's more about it becomes so much more authentic because there's not someone throwing a bunch of money at, at a certain business trying to get you to go there, but rather it's people who they themselves said, yeah, this w- this place was amazing. Uh, I would totally go there again. And I want other people to, to see this and experience this. So this is something that is that is strictly... The framework is just about the traveler and also locals in, in whatever destination. So yeah. you, you're, you're a travel because you're a traveler sometimes and sometimes you're the local. Correct. Exactly. But, yeah. but, but there's no but there's not a, a space where corporate interests can influence the um, they, they can they can influence the, the, no. the outcome. It's going to be based off of uh, your 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 personal belief when you're going out and uh, basically you having a profile is kind of a give and take, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm the local, I'm going to have recommendations for a person to come out and you know visit Chicago. When I go out, I end up becoming the traveler. I'm going to be seeking for a local right. before I get to my destination. And you know what, just something to make mention of, um, I don't want to necessarily knock on uh, uh, you know your, your typical generic tourist areas that people go to um i I just me and the team just came back from uh uh iceland about a couple weeks ago and the first thing we did after we got off the the plane is we went to the blue lagoon Mm -hmm. ended up paying a hundred bucks for it but hey we we had to do it it's like the number one tourist thing i get it i get it but it wasn't until we met gilly the local Mm -hmm. a few days later did he tell us oh my gosh you guys you guys went to the Blue Lagoon? We're like, well, yeah, we, why? There's Mervana, like an hour away from here. It's 50 bucks. And we're yeah. like, oh, man, it was the same exact thing, yeah. except it's a lot less. And he said it's around 75% less uh, populated than, than the Blue Lagoon would be right by, wow. by the airport, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, however, that was the only tourist thing that, that we did do. And after that, we, we kind of ventured off on our own. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I get it. Some some people some people enjoy to just do the, the generic tourist spots, but... There's a whole demographic of people, specifically in the millennial generation, that want to see the authenticity that that destination has to offer. And that's that's the purpose of, of the application. Go ahead. And you think about it, like, who do you trust more? Do you trust uh, someone with a million dollars and a bunch of ads coming at you? Or would you trust someone who lives there and and they they are making the decision for themselves what they do and don't enjoy? And they can give you a recommendation. It's, it's so cost-free. So, so you would, before going somewhere, you would already be connected to a single person or a would it be a group of people so the the way the app works is basically um if you if you look at a certain location Mm -hmm. you're going to see what people in that area have pinned so you're not actually looking at who the locals are you're looking at what what the locals have recommended at that point Mm -hmm. and then and then you click on something that you may like Mm -hmm. um and then and then you see who posted it uh you see details about the post uh Mm -hmm. you might see a photo or two about the area Mm -hmm. and then you can actually connect to that person so after you see it goes location uh and then you actually talk to the local so then you can talk to the local and you ask them hey how do i get there what was the best part of it and this and that so you figure it out that way so rather 
than connecting to the local first, although you can do that, right. you connect to where you want to go first, and then you get the details from the locals. Right, because you wouldn't know who to connect with. You want to connect with what the, the, the pin that's of interest to you. Right. So, um, and I just want to clarify that once more. So the three pins that, that you can post up on, on your virtual roadmap are, one, the hidden gems, right? So there is that off the beaten path that I had made mention of. Um, you're been there, done that, because everybody loves to talk about where they've been, what they've done. It's it's an easy icebreaker for a lot of people talking about travel. Sure. And your bucket list. Yeah. And that one I actually want to speak a little bit more on. Um, the bucket list uh, pin on the back end, we have algorithms that will connect you with other people um, that have been there, that have done that. And ultimately, they become a travel companion of yours. So they're a recommended person to follow. So if that's what you're asking, we we do have something um, that speaks a little bit more to yeah, that. Yeah, but before you actually go out mm-hmm. on a destination, yes, like um, like Ziad said, you would ultimately pick the pin uh, of interest to you. Wow. And then connect with them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You, you didn't know it's all that, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. That is that is uh, quite quite surprising. And this, you mentioned uh, uh, for, for you, geography um, nuts out there, um, 196 countries, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and that's a lot of that's a lot of destinations. Lot. Just within each, you think about the United States, you know, uh, yeah. and in 50 states and, mm-hmm. and all the cities and you know and, and the little towns. So that that's huge. So this is something that you're rolling out that is going to cover the map. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we're going for. Okay. Exactly. I mean, that's, there, there's so much, there's such a large array of, of beauty in the world. Mm-hmm. And I get excited. That, that's the one thing that I get super excited about is that traveling. Yeah. And I want to see all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see all of it, but I want to do it the right way. I want to see, I want to see all the parts in the world, um, but the rawness of them. You know, the, the, the true beauty of their destination is not just the populated places that everybody else is going to. Because, in a sense, you start to lose that. But being able to see it through the eyes of a local, yeah. when you're talking about 196 countries, plus, I mean, yeah, you got 50, I mean, 50 states alone in, in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes it to another level. And, you know, there's something else that I, that I think anybody who's being security-minded, which, which we are in this day and sure. age, uh, and that is... Sometimes it's unavoidable to look like a tourist, but traveling like one is something completely different. You know, it you is. want to be a tourist, but you don't want to travel like a tourist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't I mean, want, to you want to be able to go places like with security. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and it's considered it's not considered cool to be a tourist, right? It's no. considered lame. <laughs> so you want to be yeah. you want to blend in as much as possible. Right. Um, which again, I mean, having a solution like this eradicates that mm. from ever happening. Um, to immerse yourself in being a local. Is there going to be, or is there uh, a plan to have uh, maybe coordination with, um, or is, is it a part of a travel agency? Uh, not travel agency, but, you know, like so, discount f- fares and hotels. and So, so <laughs> moving forward, um, <laughs> we plan to connect in that way. Um, okay. So, to, to, you know, it's not just that we, so the first thing that we're doing is we're changing the, the industry. Sure. So, so if you think about it, uh, the way you travel now is, is uh, pretty much decided upon um, who's throwing the most money at you. The way we want to do it is is uh, through the the authentic experiences, through the locals, through through that, and and how we're gonna connect you even more and and make the travel experience uh, even easier mm-hmm. is like for example, yeah, you might get a, a a little thing on the bottom of your page after we see that you uh, like something in Tokyo or you like five things in Tokyo, so you're showing some interest. You might get a a, a, a specific deal that comes to you. Um, for a flight to Tokyo at a certain date, you know, so it, it's it's connecting you even further in that way. Is that what you were asking? Uh, well, that that's that's like, definitely related. In general, just establishing partnerships, I yeah. think, is what you're. Yeah. So, which we are, again, we are a startup. We're in the so, yeah, we're yeah. in the startup phase. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that is actually something that would go under me um, okay. as the director of communications. That is. Uh, See, I didn't even know which, which time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so so I'm, I'm the director of communication, so I'm responsible for uh, the crowdfunding, um, crowdfunding, seed funding, partnerships, uh, sponsorships, uh, revenue, 
And then Ziad. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm the CMO, so I uh, pretty much make the strategy for for the marketing um, for every social media network for our website, how the traffic is being driven, and then how we're talking to to our audience um, and and trying to show a certain voice. Okay. Yes. So uh, Nadia, you mentioned the crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit uh, about that. Absolutely. So a couple things. Um, right now we have a GoFundMe.com slash iRoam. Um, so we uh, have a goal of 13500 to hit, uh, sent out to our friends and family. So uh, please, you know, uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, you believe in the cause, uh, you want to help us make this dream a reality, I would uh, visit that site. Um, so that's been, that, that's been going on. And then in addition to that, while we were in Iceland. What's the, what's the site? Uh, I, I, okay. Yeah, I said also. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's GoFundMe.com slash iRoam. Okay. Yeah. GoFundMe slash GoFundMe.com slash iRoam. So you got to say everything <laughs> in radio more than once. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, we're going to blast it out on, on your Instagram page after that. <laughs> okay. So um, in addition to that, we're actually uh, also in the midst of working on our Kickstarter. So while we were in Iceland, we did some filming uh, over there for the Kickstarter video and then finished the remaining of it in Chicago. So we expect to be releasing that um, next. Uh, w- around the same time as uh, the release of the app itself. Yeah, it's going to be uh, mid-June, late June yeah. um, is when the Kickstarter video will be released as well. Um, and then also, um, you guys, you should follow us on uh, on Instagram. Um, that's where we're going to keep you guys updated. Um, also, we just have a sick Instagram. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> uh, and and so uh, if, if you go to the Instagram, you're actually going to see the GoFundMe uh, link right uh, in our bio. So I know that Nadia already mentioned it like less than 30 seconds ago. But guys, check it out. It's super important. We need our Ziad community. and I are both in it. <clears throat> yes, we, we need our community to be behind us. I'm that really tall, good-looking guy. Uh, so, <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding, guys. But check it out, definitely. Um, also, something to make mention of, because I, I know a lot of people get confused with this. Rome is R-O-A-M, not R-O-M-E. That's um, great. Lots of people. Yeah, and I get it. I get it. So it's Rome, as in like you guys like your move, like walking around, mm. not 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 the actual place. Yeah. So I love to roam R O A M and the GoFundMe, um, GoFundMe dot com slash Rome R O A M. Okay, well I really appreciate you all being thank here. Thank you. Thank you so and, much. Uh, thank I'm you. looking forward to seeing this thing blow up. Inshallah. Yes. Inshallah. Inshallah. So uh, Inshallah. our Radio Islam family, uh, we definitely want to make sure that we are supporting this next wave of innovation, uh, just moving. Uh, for, for all of you travelers out there, um, I'm excited to see this come come uh, come to fruition. And I hope as it blows up, she remember us over here at Radio Islam. Definitely. Come back course. and let us know how things are going. So these wonderful young entrepreneurs uh, who are doing their thing, uh, so hats off to you. We appreciate you, Ramadan Mubarak. And, uh, Ramadan Mubarak, Tariq, thank you. And this you. is a great time appreciate to, it. to be pushing forward, right? Cause Absolutely, guys. Ramadan. Blessings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank All right, you. Radio Islam family, um, we have been talking with these wonderful young entrepreneurs of iRome, and uh, we're going to go ahead, we're going to take get into a short break, short break, okay, not, not too long, and when we come back, we're going to go ahead, and uh, I think we're going to kick off the second half of tonight's show with the jobs report for those of you who may not have heard it, so we're going to go ahead and play that when we get back. So uh, this is Radio Islam, we're on WCEV 1450 AM. We'll be back in just a minute. Écoutez, écoutez l'histoire, l'histoire d'amour de Moussa. Moussa était un enfant roi, la cité des camélas. And now we have an eight-year-old on the line. Welcome to our world today. What's your question? Our continents make up 29% of the Earth's surface meaning that 71% is comprised of water. Man automatically adapts to environmental conditions. So why do I need to take swimming lessons? Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. Brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. 
we understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hey, Mom, why is the sky blue? Why don't animals talk? Why do dogs have wet noses? Why is an 11 pronounced 21? Kids ask a lot of questions. Why do I have a belly button? But you don't have to know every answer. Why is the ocean salty? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Why are there 50 states? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. Why is pizza round? They just need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back, Radio Slam family. This is your host, Terry Kellamine. We are on WCEV 1450 AM, streaming live at www.wcev1450.com. I don't know why I keep saying all those W's. You know it's WCEV1450.com. Old habits die hard. Uh, Radio Slam family, well, for those of you who are new, once again, I remind you, you can follow us, keep up with us on social media by following and liking our pages. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you'll find us at Radio Slam USA. And you can also use that same username, that same handle, wherever you get your podcast, you'll find us again. Okay, so check us out on SoundCloud or Google Play, iTunes, tune in at Radio Slam USA. I like this uh this background music. So just kind of letting it hang out for a minute. Alright, let's get it out of here because we're still fasting. We don't want to start break off, break out into a, a dance routine. So Radio Slam family. Um, as you all know, or may not know, if you are new to the program, we do a uh, a weekly check-in with our friends over at the Chicago Urban League. And uh, and with that, we talk with the employment specialist, uh, Kimberly S. Pearson. And she keeps us up to date with resources and uh, just different hiring opportunities that are available in the Chicagoland area for job seekers. So you may be looking or you may not be but i'm sure you know somebody who is so we're going to go ahead and we're going to play that we're going to share that uh jobs report with you and then we'll see what we get into uh, to close out the show okay so with our friends over at the chicago urban league we are joined once a week by employment specialist extraordinaire kimberly s pearson and she is going to give us the rundown on what opportunities and resources are available for our job-seeking audience today. Uh, Kim, do we have anything on the line? 
Yes, I'm here. Okay. Uh, yes, you see, uh, it's busy here as well. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, so what do we have going on this week? Yeah, I have some uh, great announcements and uh, job opportunities for people who are looking kind of across the board. So first up, I have with Catholic Charities, um, they have several openings at this time. Um, they're looking for um, the family support workers. They're looking for mentors. They're looking for program coordinators. They're also looking for maintenance staff, for cooks, and also service workers. So there are a ton of positions at their website if uh, anyone's interested. They can visit catholiccharities.net and uh, view the full job descriptions and uh, get the details and requirements for each position. Securitas, that's the security company that we see um, on a lot of the local public transportation uh, at the bus stations, terminals. They are having a hiring event this coming Friday from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. at 150 South Worker Drive. Uh, their positions pay up to $15 an hour, must be at least 20 years old and be able to pass a drug and background check. Um, and when you attend this event, you must bring two resumes and two forms of ID. If you're interested in applying ahead of time, you can do that at SecuritasJobs with an S.com and do that. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, or what they're locally known as in the city, as the MacArthur Foundation, they're looking for a communications officer. And this new position, you're joining a team of communication officers reporting to the director, and this person would be responsible for managing communications, creating and implementing strategic communication plans, and um building the portfolio for MacArthur Foundation and all their pragmatic work. Candidates should be willing to work on communications for any MacArthur program, so you need to be versatile. And you can apply for this job at MacFound, like MacArthurFoundation.org, forward slash jobs. And the thing with this position, it's a lot of uh, it's a, it's the job description is actually three pages long. I'm just giving a, a very brief blurb. But when you submit your resume, you will also be responsible for submitting a cover letter outlining your strategic communications experience, of course, the resume, and then two writing samples that's relevant to this position. So it's definitely got to be somebody that's on their stuff in communications. And, again, that website is macfound.org forward slash jobs. Brookfield Zoo, one of our favorite partners, is looking for a manager of facilities. And this person is responsible for managing the construction and maintenance of the entire 216-acre park, and they are also responsible for managing a team of unions craftsmen. Um, <clears throat> one of the big requirements is you must have at least seven years of experience in facility operation, maintenance, and management of small and mid-sized construction projects five years of supervisory experience, and um, and that should be in addition to two years of supervising union employees. So another position with a lot of requirements, um, anyone who's interested can visit cvs.org forward slash careers, and CDS, or CZS stands for Chicago Zoological Society, and you can look for manager of facilities at their website. And then we have a lot of things happening here at the Urban League. So just really get our communities empowered uh, to employment. And that's one of our mottos here is empowerment to employment. And one of those things we have is our job readiness program, which we have titled Success Strategies. This class is five or ten days long, depending on how well you do um, in the initial assessment process. And in that class, you will work on job readiness training, soft skills training. So you'll do some basic digital literacy. You will also have a mock interview with staff members. You'll also get a brand-new resume, and you'll learn all the ins and outs, the latest ways to do uh, job searching online, how to answer interview questions effectively um, to help you land lucrative job opportunities. 
Um, another program we have is we are partnered with Access United, helping individuals that's interested in being members of our Department of Labor recognized union. We can help you from the application to the acceptance process and everything in between. You can come here and fill out the paperwork and speak, uh, speak with our program manager who's handling that program if you call or come by and tell us you're interested in the pre-apprenticeship assistance program, we can get you all set up. For individuals that's looking for employment opportunities in the IT-related industry, and not just employment, but this program is unique because it offers certification. So you get uh, real-life experience, you get certifications, which will be great on a resume, so you're getting all things um necessary to help you land a position in, in um, the information technology world. And individuals that's interested in that should be 18 years of older uh, or older and should be at least six months of um, unemployment and someone who has an interest or some past work experience in IT. Um, but past experience is not a requirement. It's just off, um, just a plus. And then we have our program, Community Trades and Apprenticeship Program, or CTAP, as we're calling it here in the office. And this is a partnership that we've got going with CTA. It's a wonderful partnership because this is another one where when you're done, you will walk away with some hardcore skills, uh, one of them being a certification or I'm sorry not a certification but a commercial driver's license permit a so with the permit a lot of times you can still find employment and the employer will help you land and uh, you know actually get the actual certification under your belt and then the second thing you'll get is OSHA training and OSHA certification and anyone in construction transportation logistics supply chain management OSHA is always great because safety is a big part of making sure you're an effective worker in that industry for individuals that are looking for summer employment, um, aside from One Summer Chicago, we have quite a few other opportunities with some local retailers and restaurants in and around Chicago. We have the applications here in our office for anyone that wants to come out and visit us um, and complete those applications. You can ask to speak with myself or our admin has the applications up front at our front desk. And then last but certainly not least, on June 20th, we're almost a month away, our citywide job fair is coming up. Last year, we saw almost 3,000 people come out, over 75 employers, and this year we're looking for 125 employers and thousands more of people to come out and speak with employers about current job opportunities that they may be offering. The job opportunities run the, the gamut, and there's something there for everybody in every industry. And our job fair will be at the UIC Forum on Wednesday, June 20th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. This is a save the date, but I promise you I will be making this announcement every single week until the job fair happens, comes, and goes. Awesome. Um, for any more information on what we've talked about, our phone number is 773-624-8800, and you can let the receptionist know that you heard us on the radio and that you want more information on the programs and the jobs that we talked about. Awesome. That was that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's great. I hope it was a good a lot, though. Good ab stuff. Ab absolutely. I mean, that's so much that uh, I think a lot of people are going to be helped uh, by all the resources that you all are providing. So. We all right. Radio Sound family, that is our jobs report for the week. Hope that you found that uh, beneficial. And for anybody who wants to revisit that, that is a standalone uh, segment. So you can go uh, go to our page on SoundCloud or Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, as I said, and you'll find that as a standalone. So it's about 10 minutes long, and you can send it out uh, to anybody that you know in the Chicagoland, uh, Chicagoland area that is looking for employment. And in addition to that, we also post the text, uh, the text version uh, on our Facebook page. Well, actually, it might not be on there right now. But if you are looking for the, the text, inbox us. You can inbox us, um, and we'll send it directly to you um, because it is a resource for the community. Now what's happening right now is what I was dreading. <clears throat> I was dreading. Um, I am so thankful for the fast to be able to fast but talking and keeping a dry uh, not a dry but a, you know uh, your, your throat everything uh, nice and, and clear 
Well, now it becomes compromise. So there's nothing I can do about the, the raspiness that you might hear in the voice. That's just, we just chalk it up to, to the observation of the fast. So alhamdulillah, praise be to God for that. Um, but I do want to take the remaining moments that we have uh, in tonight's program to talk about a few things. First thing is with with this this beautiful blessed month that we have, this month that we celebrate, we commemorate the revelation of our holy book, the Quran, um, and it's a month of you know purification and healing, restoration. It's a month of reconnection. Um, I want to speak specifically to those who may not be able to observe the fast. Right? You have the intention on fasting, but for whatever reason, uh, if there is a, a medical uh, situation that you might have, you might be taking medication. And you have to take that, right? You may be diabetic, uh, and it it would put your health, you know, in peril. Um, whatever your situation may be that is preventing you from observing the fast, I want you to just to keep in mind, and for all of us to keep in mind, those of us who are able to fast, to consider this, that being able to fast is a blessing, and that it is also it is a blessing to have the intention to have the, the will, the desire to, flat, to fast. So those of you who are unable to fast, uh, as you know, this is a time where we, we seek to do those, those other things, to delve into those things uh, more wholeheartedly that allow us to, um, you know, not necessarily to, 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 to partake of the fast. Um, you might not have the hunger pains, but you look for the person who, who does have hunger pains, right? So this is a month where you want to try to make sure you're feeding people. You're looking for those people who may not know where their next meal is coming from. Uh, you look for those people who who may look like they're doing all right, but if we are aware of uh, statistics uh, in the United States right now, and I wish I could give you the exact number, but there is a surprising, there are a surprising number of people, children in particular, who go hungry every single day that have addresses, right? They they have families. There and, and what we're talking about, we're talking about what is termed as the working poor. Right now, this would get us into another conversation, and that conversation would take us into the the horrible reality, the fact that a person could work two jobs, they could work two full-time jobs and still not have enough money to to put an adequate amount of food in their home for them and for their fa- uh, their family members, where they have to make a choice between between keeping the lights on, the gas on, and having a full refrigerator. Right? This is a reality. And if there's anything that this month allows us to do within our own hunger pains, it allows us to, to remember those who are who may not have an iftar in sight. Right. Uh, it, it allows us to remember those who are dependent upon the goodwill and the, the open hearts, the charity of others. So this is a month where we celebrate Allah's mercy, but it's also a month that Allah allows us to be a mercy for our fellow human being, uh, for our fellow human beings. So uh, I want to just reiterate, do not feel bad, right? Do not feel bad. Allah knows what is in your heart. He knows what is in our hearts. And, and the act of doing something in and of itself does not mean that is, that is, is accepted, right? It is the intention that's behind the action. So if our intentions are sincere, if you are unable to fast, but your intention is you, you wish, uh, you pray that you are able to fast, right? Allah rewards that intention. But... In, in lieu of that fast, then this is the time where we want to definitely look for those. You may not, <clears throat> excuse me, as I said, you may not experience the hunger pains, but it's an opportunity for you, for you to look for those who are experiencing hunger pains, right? So um, uh, th- through feeding people, through sincere prayer, through sincere supplication, do I? Um, these are things that allow us to stay in that Ramadan frame of mind, the Ramadan spirit that otherwise we might feel like is eluding us because we're not able to, to, to observe it by not eating and not drinking. So that being said, um, I want uh, to uh, to share just an observation. Um, I'm really proud to give my, my niece a shout out. Uh, my niece, in uh, she's in Cincinnati, and I, I spoke to my sister actually on the way into the office today, and she uh, I heard her speaking, and she was she was kind of. Kind of, sounded kind of down. Yeah, she, I, I said, "Assalamu alaikum." She said, "Assalamu alaikum, uncle." And I was like, "Naima, what, what's going on? What's what's the matter with you?" And uh, my sister, she she jumps in. She says, "Well, 
it's a, it's a rough day for her. You know, it's her first day fasting. It's her first time being obligated, having, knowing that she has to fast. And with the with the school day and, you know, just, just, just life as it is, it was difficult for her. She was finding it difficult. But I'm really proud of her, and I told her as much. But I told her something also, which I mentioned at the top of the uh, the show, which is this takes time, right? It takes time to find the beauty, uh, to find the joy in the fast. It takes time. It's not something that you just walk into from day one. And that a part of that is realizing uh, the bounty, is realizing how Allah, uh, how our creator has blessed us, uh, even through, through trial. And he blesses us in ways where we don't even realize we're being blessed until those blessings are taken away from us. So there, there's a partition placed um, between us and the thing that we have not even paid attention to. So as I'm talking to my niece, I'm telling her, I said, you'll grow into it. But what you want to try to do every single day during the fast is you want to, you pray to Allah and you, and you ask that joy be what people see when they see you that they see peace, they see contentment, that they don't see a person who is having severe thirst. They don't see a person who is who is starving. They don't see a person who is uncomfortable, that they see somebody who is at peace, who is finding joy in their remembrance of their creator. So that's something for us to to aspire to. Uh, as I mentioned, like I said, at the top, at the top of the show, there's a, a, a verse, uh, there's an ayat, no, excuse me, <laughs> I'm using, I'm mixing, I'm transposing my uh, my scriptural language uh, terminology. But there is a verse in the Bible which speaks directly to that, uh, to those who fast, and about about being a representation of of, of light, of, of of peace, of joy, uh, and not looking like a person who is waiting for somebody to come rescue them. So that's 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 important for us to rem- remember during this month. May we be reflections. Uh, of, of joy and peace and contentment during this month. And the last thing I want to mention, uh, as we are working our way through uh, through the Quran, through our reading, um, and some it, we, we talked about this in previous shows, uh, the idea of having uh, Ramadan goals, right, which is good, right? And for some, some the goal is going to be, I want to make sure that I wake up for Fajr every morning, right? And if Allah blesses you to, to, to keep that and fulfill that, then consider that a success, but build on it, right? Build on that. And uh, for some, it'll be, I want to make sure that I finish read- my reading this this uh, this Ramadan. I want to finish the entire Quran, right? Because sometimes that can be difficult, but Allah says what he says, to read as much as is easy for you, right? And we don't read for the sake of counting off pages. We read for comprehension. I remind us again that Allah tells us in Quran, he says that, uh, that uh, in this book, says that it, there's a healing, right? There's a healing for what is in your hearts. And there is mercy. There's mercy in this book. So um, Allah does not place anything on us that is going to cause us distress. Uh, and it is a prescription. So take the medicine. Be happy with the medicine. Be glad that that, that has been given to you uh, and benefit from it. Um, I don't think I have I don't think I have the time I thought I was going to have. Do I? Yes, I do. I, I have a second to say this. So this this quick, quick reflection uh, on a uh, one of the readings, uh, part of the reading that I, that I was going through is a few, few ayahs that, that caught my attention. So in uh, Surah Al-Baqarah, the second uh, second uh, chapter, um, two uh, forty four through forty seven, um, and I'll actually jump right to the middle. And the idea here is. As a Quran is a instrument, is a foundation for, for social uh, cohesion, for for the the human family to exist in uh, in peace, right, and to uh, exist with equity in the individual relationships and also our societal relationships. Uh, there is something that is that is given to those in authority, and it says, "Do you enjoin right conduct on the people, and yet forget to uh, practice it yourselves?" Uh, it says, "It is indeed hard for those." except for those who bring a lowly spirit, right? This word, khashi'in, uh, right? It says humility, right? And whatever authority, I'm going to close with this, whatever authority that we have, 
whatever authority that we wield, if we do not yield in our obedience and our remembrance to our creator, right? If we don't yield in our obedience and our remembrance to the one who has made us and who has given us life, then consider whatever authority, whatever success, whatever it is you have, consider that a weight around your neck that is going to, that will be your uh, ruining on the day of, of, of reckoning. That will be your ruining on the day of, of atonement. So let us do our best, right? Let us do our best to make sure that we keep a humble, uh, a humble spirit and that remember that whatever success we have, the greater the, uh, the success, the greater the, the prostration. The more success, the more prayer. Uh, the more authority, the more prayer, right? The more remembrance. These are things that are, that are critical for us uh, as Muslims, as believers. Um, and we, we pray that this month is, like I said, is beneficial. Uh, and with that, I'm going to close it out like I'm closing out a khutbah. I'm going to say that if there's anything of value or benefit that I've said, it is due solely to the mercy of Allah. If I've said anything in error, that is on me. And and I look forward to you all getting back at me and telling me, saying, look, 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 Tariq, you got that wrong, right? You, you, was, off, you was off base on that. But inshallah, that's not the case. So we thank you for joining us uh, for another edition of Radio Islam. Uh, we pray that you have a great evening. We want to thank our engineer over at WCEV, Mike, for making sure we come through loud and clear. I am the host, producer, and engineer for tonight. Uh, it's me, Tariq. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. We remind you that the views expressed by the host and our guests are theirs and are to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Inc. Inshallah, we'll, we'll join you back here tomorrow night. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you.